When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Going to Kinsale Garda Station where I'm joined by Detective Garda Lisa Harrington uh, for this week's Garda File. Uh, good morning to Lisa. Good morning Patricia. And um, we start with some crimes. Uh, firstly, a burglary in Castletown Bear. That's correct. That was a burglary and also an unauthorised taking of a BMW in Castletown Bear. So this occurred on the 22nd of May, which was Sunday morning. A Sunday morning, the 22nd, between 1.30am and 7.30am. So in this case, the house was broken into. The keys of the car were obviously recovered and the car was taken from the house. So the car that was stolen is a relatively distinctive, um, it's a grey saloon BMW 730. Um, and I suppose just to update, the Guardian have in fact recovered that stolen vehicle, but would still welcome any information that people would have on the incident. Okay. So like I, like I said, it did occur between 1.30 and around 9 so a.m. So overnight. So it's overnight. it was overnight. Yeah. But kind of, there's a, kind of a lesson to be learned there where we leave our keys in the house. Absolutely. Yeah. And the keys are, um, a lot of people have a habit of having them inside the door on a window ledge or they have like a hanging device. Yeah. But that is not a good place. It's the first place people will check. I suppose also to mention um, the house in this case was left unlocked, which allowing very easy access. Just a reminder that no matter what part of the county or the country I guess you're in, that um, your door should always be checked and locked yeah. while in or out of the home. Yeah, you would think an area like Castletown Bear to be safe to leave the door unlocked, but unfortunately no, not. No, unfortunately not. Okay, staying in the Bear area, moving to Allahys, and a caravan was stolen. That's right, another investigation um, by the Gardaí there in Castletown Bear. So this caravan was taken from um, the Allahys area on the 9th of May between a very small um, time period here, half four and 5 p.m., so um, it's believed the offenders in this case possibly drove into a field, hitched up the caravan and they left. Now, it's possible they were travelling in a blue van. So Gardaí would ask if anyone had noticed um, the blue van, any blue van towing a caravan or noticed anything unusual in that area on Monday the 9th of May um, that they would contact them there in Castletown Bear Garda Station. Now, we spoke last week with Sergeant John Kelly in Formoy and he was warning about home heating oil because of the cost of home heating oil going Absolutely. up. And the people need to be careful. You've got two separate in- incidents to report. That's correct, yeah. Same date, same area, so no doubt related. So it was two separate thefts and that's being investigated, <coughs> excuse me, by Gardaí at Skull. So um, the first was the theft of home heating oil from a tank at a house and the second was theft of agricultural diesel, which was taken from a tank located in a yard. So between the 20th and 24th of May, which is just this week gone, the weekend up until Tuesday. So if anybody in the Golden area would have any information, which may be of assistance, if they notice anything unusual, suspicious cars or people, you know, in a country area, 
um, people would notice things just to contact Skull Garda Station or Bantry if they have anything on that and And people need to keep an eye out for neighbours and friends going forward because unfortunately I think we, we are going, it's like liquid gold at the moment. Yeah, oil, yeah. But we're going to see more and, of it. And I think that that kind of, the crime in terms of theft of oil and stuff, it, it does occur, it seems to be occurring all year round. Yeah. You know, so just try and have your tanks as inaccessible to criminals. You know, I'd always say to, you know, consider installing sensor lights on areas where tanks are, like lights will not only warn you yourself of intruders on a property, but it's also a great deterrent. I mean, no criminals want any sort of spotlight on them. Mm. And I know I've mentioned this before as well. There's, there is a device that's kind of a level gauge, gauge and it has an audible alarm. And this will warn if oil levels drop suddenly or below a certain point. So this would, again, I suppose, if you had a large delivery of oil, you would be alerted if the oil was kind of dropping low. Yeah, and I know with the cost of oil at the moment, there's very few people filling their tanks, which isn't a bad idea. Not a bad to, idea, to, no. don't, don't fill up because, if God forbid something yeah. happens, at least they won't smaller, get it. Smaller and kind of more yeah, often is a that's good idea. It. That's it. Okay, now there's, you want to discuss a burglary that happened at a holiday home and then tie that in with what we can all do, words of advice, yeah. how we can stop our homes being burgled. Yeah, so this was a Rustan Skibbereen at 17th of May, 20, 17th of May this month, um, so the incident occurred um, between 4.20 and 4.45 p.m., another small time period, and that was Tuesday, May 17, which was last Tuesday. So um, this was an unoccupied holiday house that was broken into. And I guess Gardaí are satisfied, the investigating Gardaí are satisfied someone did attempt to break into the house. And I suppose given that short time period, someone may have spotted something or someone suspicious in that area. Um, and again, the time there was 4.20 to 4.45 and Gardaí Escobarine would welcome any calls or information the public would have on that incident. And I suppose moving on there, I suppose that, that was a holiday home. Um, and I suppose like many other holiday homes, they do remain unoccupied for a lot of the time. Now, this house in particular was fitted with a monitor, monitored alarm, which meant the homeowner and Gardaí were notified of the break-in and very shortly after it occurred. So an alarm is an excellent option for people who I suppose don't have the option of keeping a close eye on a property but I suppose for people who have holiday homes mobile homes and the option of alarm isn't there you know that they should try and visit their homes as regularly as they can and if you can't do that you know nominate somebody a trusted friend or neighbour in that area that they can visit the home to make sure it's secure you know to visit um, to check the building for damage or signs of break-ins checking your windows and doors are secure um, and just to be aware like a build-up of letters and hall and porches you know, that would show the house was vacant just to remove them. Okay, and uh, any suspicious activity by others, as you say, report to, to the local guardian. Now, fraud, Lisa, unfortunately, there isn't an area of the country mm-hmm. that guard the stations are not getting reports of fraud. That's correct, yeah. I suppose despite the constant warnings, um, unfortunately, many, many people are still becoming victim to scams and these crimes and very often, like financial, like large amounts of money are being taken. Now, I suppose the most common types of fraud we are receiving reports of comes through email fraud or phone fraud, which we would know as phishing or phishing with a V or P, but um, it's email fraud or phone fraud, which will involve criminals making contact by email or phone, <clears throat> um, either pretending to be a bank. So over the phone, it can be your bank, utility company or a computer company, the likes of these. Um so they would have, Amazon is actually another one that seems to be quite, be reported quite often. So bearing in mind the scammers are very convincing and they're professional, they will make you believe they're reputable. And during the conversations, they will normally try and get you to 
give out personal information, be it banking information or so on. Um, normally, they will convince you to make some type of a money transfer. Transfer, Or more often than not, they will inform you that you're entitled to a refund and then they will obtain your details to process the refund. And the same thing goes with the emails. Now, the advice, and I, I'm sure it's mentioned all the time people are hearing about, it's just, it can't be understated. The crime, the provincial advice would be not to open any solicited emails. You know, always say no to unsolicited callers or texters seeking information. You know, private information, if people are asking for your name, date of birth, certainly bank account information, you know. Um, never to click on links or email or links or attachments which are contained in emails. Um, and just to be wary that the person calling you may have information on you, so don't trust them just because they might have your name or something, some small personal information. You know, if you believe it, the email is from a genuine source, you can verify it. You know, I'd say be wary. Sometimes these people can be quite pushy. They would request you to do things kind of straight away and just to be very vigilant and not to be pressured. And I suppose there's two things I do want to mention, which we have seen kind of an increase in, is victims being contacted over the phone and being requested to download apps onto their mobile phone um, when asked to do so by cyber criminals. So by doing this and downloading the app, it is allowing the criminal on the other end of the line to access their device. So allowing criminals to, I suppose, essentially use their phones, including their online banking. And like I mentioned already, um, a particular, particular popular one it was Amazon. People are being contacted by Amazon or people purporting to be from Amazon offering refunds. So just be very aware it's likely a scam if you are having to download an app on your phone to facilitate any type of refund. And there's one other I think that we should probably mention as well was where there was um, there's an increase in people reporting where they have received a WhatsApp message or Facebook or Instagram message which appears to be coming from a legitimate account of a friend or relation or a friend of yours on your on the social media site. And it will look as if it's a genuine message from the person. Normally, the contact will go along the lines of, you know, they will be looking for help, that they have lost their phone, and a request will be made for money or, in or, or to click on a link. So people just do need to be aware that these scams are definitely on the rise. Um, and I suppose if you do receive a message from a friend or, or someone looking for help on, on a, a message or social media, you can ring them and confirm, you know, ring them and confirm their account hasn't been hacked. You know, if they're contacting you via, via social media and they're saying they've lost their phone, there are a number of options available if someone has lost their phone. And of course, they can attend their nearest guard station and ask for help. OK, and very briefly, what, what do you suggest people look out for how we identify scams? Um, I would say, you know, any unsolicited contact from a company out of the blue you know, if they're ringing you to process a refund, that would be an alarm bell. Um, all I always say, a deal that seems too good to be true. Anyone asking you to share personal details. Um, and again, if you're being pressurised to respond quickly or transfer money, and also be very, very wary if it's um, an unusual method, you know, through a transfer, an online transfer, and, and not a bank account. Okay, good words of advice. I know, I and I've been doing this for ages, I will never take a call from somebody who's not in my contacts. Yeah, absolutely. And if it's somebody trying to, genuinely trying to contact me, they leave a message absolutely. and then and then I can call them back. And I, and I really think that, that, and I know it's frustrating for people, and I know it's frustrating for us when we're trying to contact people here at the radio station, yeah. uh, but we just leave a message and then the person uh, calls us That's back. That's exactly and it. The, and the final piece, and, and we say this every time we talk about scams, people 
people get very embarrassed when they get caught out by a scam and think, God, how could I have been that stupid? Please do not feel stupid. These no. scam artists are really good at what they very do. Professional. They're professionals. Yeah. yeah. Please contact your guard the station if you have been a victim of fraud. Yeah, and I would just say, like, sometimes the sooner the matter is reported to us. I mean, we're getting these reports all the time. Um, scammers are so professional. Um, the sooner the matter is reported, and depending on the manner of the scam or the payment made, there are some options and a possibility of getting some money back. And especially, you know, if you don't want to come to the guard station, certainly go to the bank and see if they can carry out chargeback requests. Yeah. Okay, listen, good advice as always, Lisa. Thank you for that. Have a Thank lovely you. week. Thank you. And Bye-bye. thanks uh, for joining us. Uh, good morning to you. That is uh, Detective Garda Lisa Harrington, who's based at Kinsale Garda Station. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc., 